Welcome to another midweek episode of Checks and Balances. I'm Michael Vincent. This is James Blair. And today we've got Greg Munt, who's the new project is Own with Williams, back on the podcast. And we're talking about taking the lessons that your parents instilled with you and then instilling them in your kids. Oh, that's a long title, Michael. Uh, Greg, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, for those who haven't seen the full episode we've done with Greg, make sure to go check it out on our YouTube or obviously Spotify or, or Apple where you're listening to this. Uh, so we were talking to, we did a full episode on Greg's journey. Mm. And then off the back of it, Greg was talking about uh, essentially what you're doing with your son at the moment, the kind of, I don't know if you call it parameters, goal setting to get him onto the property ladder. We were like, that'd be one hell of a midweek episode. Awesome, yeah. So, sorry, sorry, Greg. So, just as like a bit of background, you got onto the property ladder at 19, set you up to um, where you are today, which is a pretty bloody good position, and you're pretty keen for your son to do the same? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I spent over 20 years in finance, and um, I think some of those early lessons I got early, very early on in my life have been proven really valuable. So, try and share those with as many people as I can, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, I'm very interested to get into a conversation, Mike, I'm sure you can jump in as well, around not just talking about you and your son but wider about um parents wanting to help kids and some do it well most mm. do it quite poorly yeah. so uh so tell us a little bit about a little bit about your son and kind of the setup that you've got yeah for sure hey, it, it really came off the back of what my parents did for me so left school at 17 and uh i had an option to choose how I paid board. So option number one was I could pay $40 a week and they'd keep it. Or option number two was I'd pay $80 a week and they would put in a savings account for me, which would go towards a house deposit. So naturally having a half, have a little bit of common sense in there, I went for the latter. And, uh, and that then leveraged me into my first property at 19. So I, um, yeah, so that $80 a week quickly stacked yeah. up. And uh, back when I could, when you could buy a house for $145,000, uh, it, it, it got me in there. I'd oh, be represent. so disappointed if you see, if you laid it out and you're like, you can pay 40 or you can pay 80 and get 100% back at some point. And they're like, I'll take the 40. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That private schooling, God damn yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so, so, Greg, obviously you took that option. Then you end up buying a house, end up buying four houses, set you up to move careers. The rest is history. Now you're looking at um, your son and how old's your son? 19. Okay. And you're thinking, you're thinking, I need to get him onto the property ladder. No, he needs to get him onto the property I ladder. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what's the plan? Yeah. Hey, well, he left school at, at 16, actually. Uh, 16, 17. How did, how did you, obviously, you left school at 17. How mm. did you feel about him leaving school at 16? Naturally not too hot. But yeah. then, you know, at the end of the day, you know, monkey see, monkey do, I guess, to a certain degree. And also knowing that education, formal education does not equate to success. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's more about the effort and energy that you put in along the journey. So, hey, look, you want your kids to be happy. You want them to be, as long as they've got work ethic, right? And that's the big lesson I got from my dad, like major work ethic. And that led to, um, yeah, the effort that I put into my life now, which is great. So with my son, he, once again, he decided school wasn't for him um, and school probably agreed. And um, and so his option, well, we sat down. Okay, you're going to leave school. You're going to put on the big boy pants. You're going to go and get a full-time job. If you want to be an adult, you start paying for yourself as, yep. as an adult, right? So I sent him away and I said, look, you've got to figure out how much it's going to cost you to live as an adult. So anyway, he went away, figured it out. Came back, sat down with me. He said, right, dad's going to cost me 300 bucks. And he broke it down. It's like, I'm going to get, you know, flatting. It'll cost me 180 bucks. You're going to have some food and some 
expenses and so on. So it's 300 bucks a week, it's what it's gonna cost me. I said, great, here's the deal, son. You pay the $300 a week to me and you continue living with me and I continue paying <clears throat> paying for you. So that was, I basically gave him that option, right? And and the $300 a week goes into his KiwiSaver. So now, you know, just over two years on, he's got over 40 grand, which is coming up 40 grand tucked away in there, mm -hmm. which as a 19 year old, he's hunting down, you know, we've talked about, I bought a property at 19, he needs to buy a property at 19. Uh, so, you know, August August uh, 2024 is when he turns 20. Yeah. So are we on track? Ticking. We're on track, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're on track, right? So the challenge, obviously, as we find with, with lots of, um, Lots of people these days is property prices are mm. clearly outstripping wages. Um, but look, the fact that he's going to have, by the time his birthday rolls around, he'll have over 50 grand tucked away. Uh, that, you know, partner up with somebody. My daughter's just leaving school. It might be that they buy property together, right? Mm. Um, so, yeah, they've got to do it themselves. But look, that, that was a really good lesson. For, for me, and that's what got me into property uh, early days. And property equals wealth, right? Property yeah. plus time equals wealth. So mm. the sooner you can get into property, the sooner you're going to go on that next property cycle ride. So, and you cannot like we all overspend, right? We earn a hundred dollars, we'll spend a hundred and two, right? Yep. Mm. I still do it to this day, you know. But income comes in lumpy, should we say? And uh, then then you really make your money through property and business, you know, tax-free capital gain on property. So, hey, look, the sooner we can encourage everybody onto the property ladder, the better. And yeah. this is your world, right? Like you get property, um, you've got the structure, the structure worked for you. How's your son um, taking to all of these concepts and, you know, the regular savings and working and buying a property? Is he like 100% on the, on the train? Is it taking him a little while to kind of – no, I think he's there. I mean, he sees obviously the life that we've managed to to build, mm. uh, and that that's come through hard work and and time. And um, so, I definitely think he would like to continue that on. So, understands his, his understanding finance. I'm actually really proud of him. He does a bunch of reading. Like I've got a big library at home, so he's read Rich Dad Poor Dad. He reads a bunch of stuff like Grant Cardone, all sorts of books yeah. that I have got floating around the house. So he's only 19, but he's he's um yeah he's he's on the right path, I think. And look, we top him up with that that finance, the the three hundred bucks a week he's been putting away into that KiwiSaver. That is, that is, yeah, it's great. I mean, not many nineteen year old kids got the you know forty old grand saved up. Yeah, took yeah. It, it is interesting. The uh, the point there is like, of the successful people that I know, all of them read. Mm. Like all of them are reading books, right? And it's not just like going home and reading something. It's like. They, they, they'll read a mix of things usually, but a lot of it is like, you know, goal setting, business, trying to just educate yourself and make yourself better continuously. Mm. Super interesting. Yeah, yeah. What? So, Greg, Mike and I run into a lot of people, like when I'm doing a financial plan, it's always the same thing. So this is the house I want to live in. This is the income that I want in financial freedom. This is what I want from, to be able to do to help my kids. You know, we sometimes talk about... Um, I never want them to have to think they have to get stay in a relationship or something so they've got enough income. Um, Mike's got scenarios where kids will get gifted a million bucks as a deposit for a house. Mm. Um, what are your thoughts on those sort of things? Yeah. Because um, you could just give your son- Here's a house. A house. Yeah. But you're choosing you're choosing not to, right? Yeah. And I think it's a really important point of why you're, why you're not doing that. Uh, well- yeah, great. Um, hey, look, yeah, we've done all right financially. Um, 
we could help a whole lot more. But look, I, I believe you've got to earn. You've got to earn your way, right? Like my parents worked really hard to instill work ethic and stuff into us. Um, I want the same for my son, right? That's that's the difference between success and failure. Yeah. I want that for all my kids, you know? So I think as, as um, parents, we've got to be really careful that we don't really uh, spoil our kids, um, especially... You know, we typically want to give them everything that we thought we wanted or we, we did want that we didn't have access yeah. to. Uh, but you've really got to pull the reins back on that. So, yeah, a good balance, right? They've got to earn their way. They've got to do their chores. They've got to keep their room tidy. They've, they've got to do yeah, – they've, they've got to make their own way because otherwise what happens in your absence, you know? Mm. They need to be able to look after themselves, right? So, yeah, definitely help them. Like, hey, he's, my son's 19. Uh, he's living at home for free, arguably. You know, I'll tell you what it was interesting. The first sort of six or 12 months is like, no, I'm paying my board. No, <laughs> no, no, no son. You're paying your savings. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but no, it's good. So, um, was that negotiating like what goes in the grocery cart or something when he's trying to? <laughs> 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 um, so, I mean, you talk about work ethic quite a lot, and Mike, you can definitely talk to this. Um, if you just, I mean, Mike, you've had clients where essentially the parent has not just gifted them the money, but gone and found the house, dealt with you on the mortgage side, right? Yeah, like it's not the best thing for the long term yeah and it actually is really interesting because there's when we get clients who are gifted a large sum of money they fall into two categories and depending on i guess to a degree probably the child and the parents some of them like you know, we had a customer who got a million dollars gift from them uh, from her parents to to get into their first home um like she is one of the most driven customers i've ever ever seen right it is not like she i have no doubt that if her parents were to up sticks and leave her alone and probably take the house off her she'll be completely fine she'd right? work it out yeah she has the work ethic and the drive and she knows the advantage she's got and she's like i'm going to capitalize mm. on this as much as i can we've had the other end of the spectrum where we've had you know someone who lives in mum's basement for free uh spends a lot of time on games and gaming websites. I and thought you were going to talk about OnlyFans. Yeah, and OnlyFans, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, we can see the transaction this, right? To support the entrepreneurs Very out there. Very quickly do you pick up what someone's lifestyle is like <laughs> when you look at their bank statements. Um, and, you know, mum got in touch. I think you've read an article I wrote or something. Mum got in touch. Mum found the house. Mum did the whole thing. Mum dragged kicking and screaming through the application. When I call for the, you know, the annual check-in on the on the review let's what are we going to do with the mortgages basically it's just defer to mum right mm. and it's just it's really interesting that it's not always just the sum of money you give but to greg's point it's about instilling the work ethic and a bit of drive and a bit of want in there you know i think mm. that's probably everyone's born in a different financial situation you know like let's say someone can't afford to have 300 bucks a week paid in or even 80 dollars a week matched you know it's it's more about instilling that kind of the drive and the want and a bit of grit in there yeah because you you went to a private school james and i'm sure uh, not everyone had a bit of grit <laughs> at yeah private school. yeah it is it's super it is really really interesting like you bang on mike some people just have like have that head start but they have the work ethic um the grind behind it the drive um and then on the other side there's people who like i've got clients where their kids are like 40 and they're gifting them 40 grand to buy a car. And it's just like, 
what like what is yeah what is what i will say for my guy who who was living in mum's basement is that he still probably has time to figure it out was there a window in the basement or yeah maybe man hopefully not a uv light um, (laughs) a black light (laughs) but the um you know he's he is quite young so he does still have time to figure out and not everyone like you said in in another podcast for like when we're looking at Greg at, at, at you know 19 buying a property, being very motivated, very goal driven, not everyone's brain has clicked at 19. Mine and, hadn't. Yeah, and neither had mine, right? And I think you know it's yours some, still hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually quite fresh this morning, yeah. Jess. You know, it's not everyone clicks at the same time. But again, if 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 there's no work ethic there, you can still click and be like, oh, I've stuffed this up. I need to do something, and then just keep drifting in the boat along the ocean, right? Mm. Now, you see some families doing it really well, right? You find lots of the uber-wealthy do it really, really well, right? Yes, the, the the kids have got that leg up and that opportunity, but shit, they have to work for it. Oh, yeah. You know, so they're very, very business-focused and, and so on. Yeah, so you see a big – and then you see, like – and I think this is where us, us Kiwi Europeans just – we do it a bit tough. Like, we've all got to have our own home, and then the kids move out and they buy their own home and the grand – you know – I think you, we can take a lot of lessons from especially yeah, um, Indian Asian communities yeah. whereby there's a lots of co-ownership or yeah. intergenerational family, uh, family homes and so on. Yeah, so, their, their financial plans look completely different. Yeah. It's, and it's definitely, I've, I've written enough financial plans for Indian families where one, they seem to care a lot more about their parents than a lot of Kiwi families do. Yeah. And the second is it's kind of reciprocated yeah. um, both ways. The other yeah. thing, Greg, is... When you have go, I'm not going to give it to you. You've got to earn it. You've got to drive a bit. The self-worth of the individual is completely mm. different, right? If you just give them cash, they, I mean, it's a crazy thing to say, but they can almost end up being a bit of resentment because. Well, they've got no skin in the game. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's the other big thing that I see is the the self-worth. But, but I mean, you've knocked the nail on the head, Greg, around um the the structure that you've got right you're giving your son the best possible um chance for success so yeah, all the right. best with the start of next year yeah exactly and hey look other people that do it quite well are those parents that have got a bunch of equity in their homes yeah mm-hmm. and so if you if you're listening to this and you know you're you and your partner got some good incomes uh but you don't have that deposit to get started well look there's plenty of ways for a start you know lean on mum and dad do they have the ability to borrow that 20% against mum and dad's place? We get the 80% against against the place you buy. So, you know, effectively borrow 100%, uh, those sort of things. Or a quiet plug, own with Williams. You know, yeah. we, we could fund you into something. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's actually another really interesting point as well. Sometimes talking to people about, you know, how close am I to being able to buy it? buying that property ladder and some parents will be very forward with their kids about this is the plan. Sometimes the kids will know maybe the parents can help, but they don't know quite how to bring up the conversation Uh, a really big thing is if you go to your parents you know if they're in the position potentially to help with a plan and go um this is where i'm at at the moment this is what i really want to do and why i think it's good for me long term and if you're in a position to help me this is you know achieving this goal would be a really big thing yeah and literally at no cost to the parents Mm. so that's that's probably the education piece that you're referring to there right which is yep mum and dad do have equity don't know how to use that neither do the kids so yeah talk to a my advice would be always get in touch with a good financial advisor Mm. and and, uh, you know you guys do this all the time here so there are so many ways to get into property even if you're sitting out there and you don't you think you're miles off like pick up the phone have the conversation because chances are there'll be a way in yeah cool okay we'll wrap it up there thank you very much again for joining us greg all the best getting your son on the property ladder i'm sure it's good with the i'm gonna ask for a check-in 
Can we put that in the diary, Ravi? I want to own a check in on this to see how we're going August next year. Yeah, yeah. that'll be quite a bit of fun. Yeah. August uh, the deadline. Yeah, <laughs> the deadline. Yeah, uh, we want to be one hundred and ten percent KPIs. Yeah. Uh, please make sure to hit us with a sub, and we will catch you next time. Cheers.